Hello, church family. Happy Monday to you. Hope you guys have a, had a good weekend. Um, today, or this week, we're going to go through Exodus chapter 16. <clears throat> Exodus chapter 16. Just to you know, put us in the context of everything, the Israelites have crossed the Red Sea in chapter 14, and in chapter 15 they sang a song to uh, show their appreciation and adoration of God. And speaking about God's... Um, ability to deliver his people from the hands of Egyptians uh, by the wall of water and uh, or you know, just crossing the Red Sea and then crushing the entire Egyptian army. But not long after that, uh, the Israelites begin to complain and grumble uh, to the Lord about water, which again, when I shared last week, it's just interesting that they are afraid about the provision of water as if God can't control the waters, even though he just demonstrate his power over it through the Red Sea. But the people uh, started grumbling because they didn't know what to do, and then the Lord provided for them through this, throwing this tree into this water, and then they're able to drink it. Now when we get to chapter 16, and in a lot of ways even throughout the rest of this book, um, there's going to be moments where they're going to lapse to complaining and ultimately unbelief. Complaining, even though uh, we do it uh, quite often in our life, um, sometimes we, we label it as uh, venting or we're just trying to uh, get it off our chest. We're just being real. We have to understand that complaining is actually a sin. Complaining is not really against uh, anyone but God because if we trust that God has placed every situation, every person, and every circumstance in your life, that means that when you're complaining about any of those categories or what you have or don't have or the people that are in your life or not, um, you're complaining against the Lord that's placed those things in your life. So if we uh, complain uh, about one area, we're going to complain about every area. And Jesus uh, tells us that um, yeah, complaining is wrong. That's why, I mean, like, you know, the whole New Testament, really, whenever they talk, refer back to the Old Testament, there's these moments where they refer to it as like unbelief. Um, in fact, if, if Jesus had to die for one sin, uh, if, 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 let's say, for example, we're, we had committed no other sin except for complaining, Jesus will still have to come into the earth and die for that one sin because complaining is a very serious sin. Um, God killed the Israelites for their grumbling, and uh, he will kill us for our sin as well because of our uh, sin of grumbling and complaining. Grumbling doesn't go away just because your circumstances are better. We'll see in the chapter on why people complain. Um, why, what, what, what's the heart of it? What's the reason why we always grumble and mumble and complain to the Lord? And it's because uh, ultimately uh, we don't trust God. right? We, we don't trust the Lord. But in what ways do we not trust the Lord? And God, it, through this chapter, is going to teach us why we complain. First is that we forget what life was. We see this in the first uh, 12 verses of Exodus chapter 16. I'm going to walk through this text and then as we go through, I'll give the application as well for uh, for the day. Exodus chapter 16, verse 1. Then they, the Israelites, set out to Elium, and all the congregation of sons of Israel came to the wilderness of sin. Now, when you see this wilderness of sin, it's actually not. That's just the way that the English transliterates it. It's not sin in a sense of like, like a transgression. This is just... It just sounds like that in the English, but this is just a place where uh, they're just going to wander around. Though it is interesting that how in God's sovereignty that the English language translates it, transliterates it as sin, but that it, it also it is also true that they're going to sin a lot in the wilderness. Um, but that's not why this is named that way. 
uh, and explains which is in which is between Elium and Sinai on the fifteenth day of the second month after their departure from the land of Egypt. The whole congregation of the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. So it's the whole congregation that was meaning that it wasn't just like they randomly decided to just scream at uh, Moses and Aaron. This was something that was just like a slow build up. They probably grumbled to each other and they went from one person to another person and then eventually just spread throughout the entire camp and then they, they all united against, um, against Moses and ultimately against the Lord. Verse 3, the sons of Israel said to them, what that, that, that we had died by the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt, and we sat by the pots of meat well, when we ate bread to the full, for you have brought us out into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. And what's interesting here is that they're essentially longing to go back to Egypt. That's what they're really saying. This argument, like, oh, if we have just died in Egypt, argument. This is not the first time. I mean, this is the first time they're going to use this, but it's not the last time. They're always going to complain about, um, if we would have just, it would have been better if we died back in Egypt. Um, verse 4, Then Yahweh said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day that I, will may, that I may test them whether or not they will walk in my instruction. This is important because later on in the chapter you'll see that they failed this test, and, and God is always putting them in the test. And there's different, again, there's difference between testing and trials, or tempting, sorry, testing and temptations. Testing is really a revealing of their heart. Tempting, tempting, is putting in a place where they sin. So God doesn't tempt people, but God will put the situation to test our hearts to see where we are at. Verse 5, On the sixth day, when they when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather daily. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israel, all the sons of Israel, at evening you will know that Yahweh has brought you out of the land of Egypt. And in the morning you will see the glory of Yahweh, for he hears your grumbling against Yahweh. And what And what are we? that you grumble against us. So uh, this whole situation that God said that he will provide for them, and he's going to provide the food for them, and even though he provides them in a supernatural way, these people are still going to complain. They're always going to grumble. They're always going to uh, uh, want more or want something different. Verse 8, Moses said, This will happen when Yahweh gives you meat to eat in the evening and bread to the full in, your, in the morning. For Yahweh hears your grumbling, which you grumble against him. And what are we? Your grumblings are not against us, but against Yahweh. Um, verse 9, Then Moses said to Aaron, Say to all the congregation of the sons of Israel, Come near before Yahweh, for he heard your grumblings. It came about, as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the sons of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of God appeared to the cl- in the cloud. And Yahweh said, spoke to Moses, saying, I have heard the grumblings of the sons of Israel. Speak to them, saying, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. And you shall know that I am Yahweh, your God. You understand? You notice this whole part, there's like, I think, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven times where the word grumble comes up. There's going to be one more. Actually, no, twelve. That's uh, eight, eight times. There's going to be eight. In, this, in these twelve verses, they... Big, as the word grumble shows up eight times. And they're always grumbling against the Lord. They're always grumbling. And that's why we grumble. Actually, one of the reasons why we grumble is why it says we, we forget what life was like. Looking back in verse 4, they said that they would rather die in, in Egypt. Well, well, at least there's food. You know, there's like next to you know pots of meat and everything like that. Oh, sorry, that's verse 3. Uh, they, they would have died next to bread and at least with a full stomach. Uh, they look back and they forgot the fact that the reason why 
they were delivered because they were crying out to the Lord. They, they only focused on the things that they liked and forget about all the tragedy that's been through in the past. And that's what our life is like sometimes. We sometimes look back in our life, we think, we, we, human nature has a tendency to like color code and see things the way that they want. At any given circumstances, one circumstance could be seen as a blessing and a curse. And that's and this because they, they lack the the like looking at the situation at its at its you know, at its purest light. We tend to taint it with our perspective and depending on our mood and our situation we tend to think either one situation could be good or bad. Uh some people in marriage just think that, Oh yeah, uh my wife is the best. They you think of the good things. But the moment there's trials that come, you think only the worst thing in your marriage or your kids. You think of the best things and the worst thing depending on where it's circumstance you're in. And it goes with everything in life, in ministry, in your job, um, whatever it may be. Uh, we sometimes forget that what we have now is it's what we have because God has given it to us. A lot of what we have is an answer prayer, and we grumble against the thing in the moment because we forget that what was life like before the Lord has answered your prayer. And even the most basic thing, do you remember what your life was like before you met Christ? Do you remember what your life was like before God answered any of your prayers? Sometimes when it comes to uh, looking back at our life, we actually think, yeah, the past was so much better, but really it isn't. Sometimes we forget the, the effect of sin that we've committed in the past, but before the Lord intervened and changed our life and our heart, we were living in filth. But God saved us and rescued us so that we we're aware of our sin, so that we could be free from the bondage of sin. But yet we grumble against the Lord. We grumble against Him as if we, um, that the past is better or that we somehow know better. People grumble because they think, uh, that they had in the past something better. Um, the Egyptians here, they actually think that slavery was better than freedom, uh, or, or rather, slave to, to Egyptians is better than being slave to Yahweh. Uh, that's what they're saying. They're, they're saying that the past was so much better, but they don't remember how their, past, their life was before. What we have now and what we will have as Christians in the future is always better, is always better, and that should cause us not to complain. When we know what is in store for us as Christians, that we get to be with the Lord in glory, where we can uh, no longer worry about sin, uh, and we have this inheritance waiting for us, it, it should keep us from complaining and grumbling in our life. In fact, just again, looking at your life now, you must see that there's actually so many things the Lord has blessed us with. But because we fail to remember what life was like before we came to saving faith, that we just uh, grumble and grumble and grumble. Discontent people are always assuming that they know what's best for them until they get what they want and then they complain they want something else. Um, so why do we complain? The first reason is that we forget what life was like in the past. The Egyptian, I mean the Israelites complain wishing they were back in Egypt because they had, you know, they didn't have food. You know, they're, they're complaining over such a trivial thing as if like the Lord wasn't going to provide for them. And again, this is a failure to remember the promises of God because God said he's going to bring them to a place with milk and honey, a land filled with milk and honey. God wasn't going to fail in his promises. All the plagues that, was, uh, that came about was supposed to be evidence to the, the Israelites that God actually keeps his word, but yet they fail to, to remember his, 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 the plagues, the supernatural things, and all those promises that, he, that God has made to Israel and his people. And we could be just like that as well, can't we? We think about all things that we don't have in the moment or things that we want to have, but we forget what God has already given us in the past, what he's done, what he's doing in our life in the present, and what he will give us in the future. We forget these things, and we think that we know better. And this is, if that's you today, if that's you, you're grumbling and complaining because you think 
you look back and you think, oh, my life was so much better back then. You realize that that's actually a sin against the Lord because the Lord has placed you in a circumstance that's actually best for you, as opposed to what you think is best for you. So be grateful. Stop put off com complaining and grumbling. Put on uh, thankfulness. Um, so that's, again, one way that we combat combat uh, against complaining when we forget what life was is to be thankful for what the Lord has given us in the moment and what he promises that he will give us in the future. I hope that this is helpful. On Wednesday, we'll look at our second point, which is we want things now. So today we learn about how, why would you complain? Because we forget what life was. And why do we complain? Another reason is that we want what we want at the immediate moment. In other words, instant gratification. That's why we complain, when we don't get what we want. I hope that this is helpful. Take care. See you guys Wednesday.